Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 7 of Press Play and Run with me, your host Ryan Miller. We're following hot on the heels of our Loch Ness 24 special with Rachel McPherson and despite her best efforts to get us cancelled or maybe more pertinently because of my editing, we managed to make it through almost unscathed with some of Rachel's horrific chat, banter and stories from Loch Ness. We are back to normal proceedings today and we are rattling actually towards the end of season two. This is episode seven as I said and we are going to go for 10 episodes before a well-earned break. It's only been a few days since I did one of these updates so there's not so much to fill you in on this week. Congratulations to David Wright on the success of the Run Right 5km running festival. At the weekend it looked like a brilliant day. I was sorry that I missed out in the end. I'd signed up but my legs just weren't recovered enough to go there and to take on the Edinburgh runner Jace Wood. Um, I had him in my DMs crying asking me please don't go into this. I can't afford to get beat again. I don't know if my self-esteem could take it so I decided to do the honourable thing and back out and let him be the best baldy guy there for a wee change. So that must have been nice for you Jace. I hope it boosted your self-esteem. I hope it helps you develop just that wee bit more confidence and maybe let you get better at this running stuff. Part of the reason for saving my legs was so that I could throw myself into the Cumbernauld 10k pacing that I'd signed up for. That was one of those things I said yes when Natalie Hunt Hunter had asked me to get involved and asked a lot of Newton Roadrunners to take on pacing duties. Stupidly didn't check the diary, the calendar, didn't realise it was as close to Loch Ness 24 and agreed to pace 45 minutes, which whilst is doable, is certainly no walk in the park. So we had a cracking day for Cumbernauld. Felt like a pretty quiet event. I don't know if it was because it clashed with the Celtic Rangers game or just with how much has been in the race calendar at the moment, but it was a really good atmosphere, really well organised. It was a tough day with the weather, a bit of a tale of two halves that course. It, it was warm enough in its own right and the water stations were sort of 6 and 8k. By the time it got to 6, it felt very necessary and then the next one came rattling around pretty quickly. And the second half of the course felt like it kicked up a bit. I've not actually checked the elevation profile, but it was tough and a lot of that group that were sort of hanging on started to tail off a wee bit as we got nearer the finish line. But the Newton Roadrunners out there running the race, pacing the race, smashed their day. Loads of happy people at the end. Some of the kid races were brilliant. They're running the, the, the sort of 400 metres and I think maybe up to like a kilometre or two and, and they pace everything like they're pantsering fire. And it's always good to see the kids blown up after, you know, 60 metres or so of actual tears and snotters. Some of the adults as well, actually. That was the last thing I actually had signed up for in terms of the race calendar. But it's been playing in the back of my mind since Loch Ness about getting back on the horse with the ultra idea and getting over some of that disappointment from withdrawing from the Devil of the Highlands. So I've made the decision to sign up for, and I shared this already on Insta, I made the decision to sign up for the Davaway 50 kilometer race on the 11th of November. Not a ton of people I know doing that. Leanne, one of my former guests, one of the Brooks Run Happy team, is doing that. There's another few people that I've now seen since that I follow on Insta doing it. So it'll be a small group there, which is kind of what I was looking for. I just really want to get my head down for this one. Happy to share the journey, the training, but I sort of steered away from Glen Ogle where so many people I know are doing it and I'm going to go to that event and support but I wanted to really just get myself out there and really home in that day on the running as opposed to the bigger community side of things. So wee bit selfish decision there, but I'm looking forward to sharing that. The terrain looks like I can handle it relative to what we did at Loch Ness. Um, the course looks tasty enough in that a lot of it's downhill after an initial uphill. 
think it might have a bit of, they, they called it a spicy ending at the end, so I'm putting that down to brutal torture. That's like part run people that say it's undulating, which they mean hilly. But I'm really looking forward actually to getting into a part of the world I've never run in, exploring somewhere new and seeing what I can do over 50k. I have no pace goals, I have no time goals, I'm going to make sure I put the work in, get the most out of it that I can, and following that it will definitely be a bit of a rest period heading into December before I really turn my attention to that marathon plan starting in January. The only other thing in my radar at the moment is our club race, the Newton Roadrunners 10k, and there's a 3k option there as well for juniors. That's also on the 11th of November. That's a really important race in the Newton Roadrunners calendar. It's run in the memory of a former member of the club. It's a cause really dear to everybody's heart. Looking for the absolute best turnout and I really would love it if the Press Play and Run community could rally around that event. Even though I'm not going to be there in the day, there's going to be plenty of familiar faces from our community, people that have met at Park Run at the meetups. I would love as many of you to get there as possible and run in that event. It's really well priced. I will share the link. And actually, if you look out for next week, I'm going to be doing a giveaway. We're going to give away a pair of entries to one person so that they can sign themselves and potentially a friend up to the event. Because when we're giving away single entries in the past, there is that bit of barrier of, oh, it means I have to go myself. So we're going to give away a pair of entries that draw will be next week, so look out for it. Even if you don't win a place, I would love it if you could get along there, support a great club, support great people, and actually go out there and, and do a really fun race. It's on the Clyde Path, it's traffic free. Um, it's undulating. It's definitely not hilly hilly. There's a couple of wee tasty ones in the way back. It was a brilliant day last year. It was actually one of the races that really kick-started my own running after a bit of a period in the wilderness. And it was the one that actually cemented my decision to join Newton Roadrunner. So that happened for me not long after this event last year. It's not even been a full year. It feels like I've been there forever. I'm actually hoping to get Joanne Thorburn, who is the club president, onto the next episode as my guest. We've been trying to make it happen. I had to reschedule one, but I'm hoping to get there. Joanne's got a cracking running story in her own right. And I want her to speak a wee bit about the race, about her place in that community, about her place in the club. So hopefully we can get that organised and Joanne will be my next guest and you'll hear more about that race. London Marathon fundraising is ticking on in the background. The work is ongoing for the run retreat that I'm putting on. That's sold out but we've got lots of great organisations partnering with us and I've got a raffle that I was hoping that I would have had up and running by now, but it's just been one thing after the other and I've not quite gotten to it. So again, next week I'm going to try and crack that and get it out there, get it onto Insta, get it into the Facebook space and let people see what the prizes are, let you know how you go about buying a ticket and support the charity place to be that I'm running for in London. I've had some unbelievable brand support already confirmed and there are more things in the works, but I want to take the time actually just to say a thank you to some of the brands that have either confirmed support or have already actually sent some amazing products. So Kylo and the Wild have sent us a couple of pairs of their beautiful sunglasses to give away. Big Bobble Hat have committed to giving us a few hats to give away. I've got Twisted Running, Look Posters, I've got Dry Robe and some products from Dry Robe. I've had support as I always get from Cooper Digital Coaching App, Astrea CrossFit and Align Pilates Group who are actually represented through the ambassadorship and Lululemon. They've been really generous, giving us great packages to give away. On the day itself of the retreat, I've got Elite Cereal and they're also giving some uh, raffle prizes. Of course, I've got Lululemon support. 
We've got Dippendale's involved. We've got the Happy Diet, Kaylee. Congratulations on launching the cookbook and your merchandise along with the website. We've got event giveaways as well. So race entries for Blast Running and Up and Coming Running. We've got a brilliant coaching package with Run, Lift, Perform through Sophia Thane. We've got Erdinger Alcohol Free helping to sponsor some of the uh, event as well. Healthy Body, Healthy Mind, the list goes on. Uh, there's some cracking, cracking prizes in there and I'm going to make sure that it's the best possible value. So I'm thinking something along the lines of £5 a raffle ticket and all of the prizes far exceed that value to make sure people are getting their value for money and it makes a significant dent to get me towards that target that I have for Place to Be. It's an amazing charity. I'm kind of over myself now in terms of sharing the link. It's out there. We're going to try and meet the target and then I can get my head down and concentrate on the running. Final thing I want to flag up is that I was a guest on another podcast this week. So thank you to Alex from the Girls Run Club and congratulations on your first episode. So Alex had reached out for a wee bit of support in in launching the podcast, just getting to grips with some of the technical aspects and then asked me to be a guest on the Girls Run Club because who better to be on the Girls Run Club than this guy? So we did that recording, that launched on Wednesday. The reaction to it's been really good, really good conversation. I'd been back and forward with Alex a few times about technical aspects. So there was already a good rapport established there and we had quite a relaxed conversation about running. And it was a bit of a different lilt than the previous podcast that I'd done, which was much more about the history of my running and the preparation for the Edinburgh Marathon at that time. In this week's episode, I'm joined by Dan Christoph who is running the Great North Run. Dan has a sizable and growing profile on Instagram. He's well embedded in the run scene in Manchester and actually has since moved to Wales. He's going to be taking part in the Great North Run this weekend, which I know a lot of our Press Plane Run listeners and community are also involved in. So hopefully this is going to help build some of that excitement. You're going to hear some incredible stuff about the opportunities Dan's had that's come through his Instagram profile, his blogging, the recognition that he's received for it and some of the famous faces that he's met and been mentored by in his running as a result of all that work that he's done. So I really hope you enjoy the conversation. Again, as always, I can't ask enough that you just keep up that momentum of responding to the guests, sharing the love, sharing the podcast, sharing the episode and rating and reviewing. There is nothing that helps get us out there more and it makes it all worthwhile. I hope you're looking forward to whatever's coming up next and I hope that this episode keeps you company as you get out there get the trainers on, press play and run. In this episode, I'm joined by a man that's seven years into his running journey. From running to lose weight and raising large sums of money for charity, to rubbing shoulders and being mentored by the elites, his running has taken him to places he could never imagine. His skill for sharing that story has seen him nominated as Blogger of the Year and Socials Champion of the Year at this year's Mental Health Blog Awards. And I'm delighted to welcome to Press Play and Run, Dan Christoph. How are you, Dan? Yeah, good, Ryan. Good. Nice to nice to be on here and again just just chat about about all things running. Um, I don't often get an opportunity like this, so it's good to good to connect in a different way. Yeah, the the opportunity to talk to an audience about running that actually cares—it's a rare thing for all <laughs> runners. So let's take it, run with it. <laughs> pun, pun unintended that time. That that's quite odd for me to hear that you don't often get the chance to speak about it because you've got a relatively sizable online profile and obviously there's you, you you share your journey, but a lot of that can be a very one-sided conversation, can't it? So we're going to dig in a wee bit and maybe have a, a bit more back and forth. So, but before we get into the sort of where you're at now, I want to kick off now I've credited you there with a seven-year running journey that's that's for you to correct if I'm wrong but just take me back to the start of that Dan where did this this sort of running story kick off and I suppose what would 
what was your why at the beginning? Yeah, of course. So seven year, I, I use the term very lightly. I did my first run seven years ago. So I, I did um, my first race. I did no training. I signed up. Um, it was in memory of my, my, my grandma that passed away. So I just signed up and I thought, you know, I'm just going to do something a bit different um, and, and see see what the crack is really. And the running journey sort of like ended straight after that, you know, I got signed up and then I was like, wow, what do I do now? And then it just ended. Um, so then fast forward to sort of 2020, uh, 2019, the end, the end of, I was feeling really low, feeling really down in myself, really, you know, not motivated whatsoever. I just, something just clicked in me, you know, I just thought, you know, I'm, I'm overweight. I was 15 stone at this time. I was eating the wrong stuff. I was spending too much time on social media. I just thought I need to get outside. I need to do something. Um, so I came up with a plan of, I saw what happened in the, you know, when I was running during that, that, that little run a couple of years before. And I was like, look, I, I need something to, to keep me going. So I set myself a challenge of running 5k every day for a year, because in my mind, I had a reason to go out every day um I, I was doing it for two charities so i was able to put that aim in, into why i was doing it and you know in the process i was able to get outside i was able to connect with people um and it was the start of my own you know why 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 was i doing it and you know i, I asked myself every day why why do i do it and it, it just stems down to you know connection like connecting with people being able to do something that i love doing i, I found a love for running now because of the fact that you know, I'm able to meet new people. I'm, I'm able to go to new places. I'm able to, you know, just find out a little bit more about myself. Can I just jump in for a second then? Because that's, well, there's big jumps. You join an illustrious list of guests that half-arsed their first ever run. No training, just straight in there and for a race. That, that <laughs> tends to be how most of our guests started. So proud of you for that. Welcome to the club. But following that and that gap and you speak about the headspace you're in it's quite hard to transport yourself back to that place i think when you when you're this far removed what at that time i suppose takes you from not running to setting such a bold challenge of run every day 5k and that's, and i suppose the second part of that would be why are you confident at that point that that's even doable i wasn't it was a last resort so in all honesty you know it, it, that, that time I was depressed I was wasn't speaking with people you know I I pretty much trapped myself away from from all of my you know worries and thoughts and and you know in, in that instant you either you either do that or you think what now and I I was you know motivated by people around me that was doing amazing things one of one of the fellas that I you know I'm really good friends with Steve Hill he's he's based in Manchester and he he runs his own charity and you know he he goes off the the sort of premise of you know I can and I will and nothing can stop me and, and that is like at that point I was like I I just need to do something um yeah. so I just thought if I have an end goal just like a race you know you if you're going to race a 10k you've got the end in mind you've just got to get there and I just thought look this is this is it so I, I set myself a goal of 365 days this was prior covid so then yeah. covid hit and i had this challenge then to sort of fall back on you know i had a reason to go outside yeah. during this this difficult time so yeah i didn't know if i could do it um and that was all that was it really is there something serendipitous in that that you had already set off in this before covid where i mean i can only imagine what going into covid and and that headspace could have been had you not already had something yeah. positive to focus on if you were there already so do you find 
I suppose where do you stand in that in your head on was is that just dumb luck that that, that comes or do you, do you think there's something greater at work there for you yeah I I definitely believe in um in, in you know fate and, and things will come um yeah. and when they need to and, and at that point I was at the lowest of my low and this was prior to COVID so you know, without this opportunity to, to push myself and to raise money for charity, um, which really did push me. I, I am grateful for what it did. And, you know, during COVID, I grew and I, I was a better person by the yeah. end of it. And at that point, you know, you come out the end and, and I, I started ran with my first person, like with the first person about a year after. So like 2021 was the first time I'd ever ran with somebody else. Okay, right. And that was crazy. That I remember feeling really taken back I was like wow this you know this community I built online is actually like it's real like and these yeah. people are, are there we will flip-flop a bit through this because my mind is just scatty it's how it works but where were yeah. you with your social media at that point in terms of this account so your account is underscore the running mank and mm-hmm. I mean it's followed six and a half thousand odd followers there mm-hmm. it's high quality content as well you can see that you've got You've probably grown the knack for it. It looks like you have the knack for it. I'm sure you've learned lots along the way. Yeah. At the beginning of your running journey, had you already made the decision to share this or did it come later? No, I, I so my first post on the, on this account is my training run. So the, the, the first training run I did in the lead up to that event, now in, in a campaign sort of thing. And I only did two training runs before I started. So like it was the first was like, look, I'm going to be running 5K every day for a year. The second one was like, tomorrow I start running 5k every day for a year and then the third one was like shit I'm running 5k every day for a year (laughs) um so like it was nice to build up a community sort of like organically you know I never went into it going I want to build a community I went into it thinking this is my accountability if I put it out there to the universe you know I've got to do it And, and again it's just making myself accountable for for doing so right so that was the motivation behind the social media was more accountability than i don't think many people start off ever knowing what it's going to become so that's that's that was exact same as my reason actually so many people i speak to that was their reason it's like a don't bore other people that don't like running about running (laughs) but also see when you say it out loud it kind of makes you do it it's taking on that scary goal but you started to garner some interest in what you were doing fairly quickly there's Mm. i see I, i had to look through all your content and I see there's some local news coverage and you speak about the charity aspect. How were you linked with them before you started or did that come after too? Really, you know, I, I was raising money for the charity. Um, now, yeah, it did spark a lot of interest within the local community, uh, local community because like, you know, Manchester is pretty much probably where, you, where you're from as well. Like it's a very small place. It's a city, but if something, if someone's doing something crazy, everyone knows about it. Yeah. And, you know, somebody running up and down the street during covid at one point up and down my driveway while i was self-isolating you know i was doing that for 14 days straight um did a 10k in my garden and i took up all the turf you know so you know it just started to snowball a little bit it was really cool to see and you know the charities were reaching out you know they were they were actively involved in the campaign because there was they were just really happy that I was able to support them yeah. during this difficult time. So yeah. so many people were looking for good news at that time yeah. too, weren't they? I mean, this exactly. is what the press were default, local press were defaulting to finding good news stories, which yeah. is not, not always the case. No, and you see it yourself, you know, you can look on social media and it's it's forever, you know, you're scaremongering or you've got all these stories left, right and centre. And at, at that point, you know, it was just a bit of something 
nice to look at you know and, and I think that was what really grew from that really uh the, the, you know BBC got in, involved with it it was a, a news presenter who you know sadly has passed away since then but he got actively involved in the campaign he went out for his first 5k run in on my 50th day and it was, it was sort of part of like a virtual thing and, and you know just seeing these people that have never ran before picking up a pair of trainers and just going outside and running and that really it made me feel alive you know knowing yeah. that what I'm feeling can be passed on to other people and it, it doesn't take much you know it, it's just that yeah. switch isn't it I mean you're picking up waifs and strays like a virtual Forrest Gump there people actually out running with you and with you virtually but what's that doing then at that point for the mental side of where you'd been and where you where you found yourself I was quite far removed from it at first. I didn't want to be associated. So again, at this point, it was sort of like an alter ego, you know, like I had my personal life and then I had my running life and it never sort of clashed. When it started to pick up a little bit, I was, you know, I was finding my running was getting better. I was meeting people that had the same interest. It did start, I, I started to think, you know, is this me? You know, is this what I'm capable of? And I, I started, imposter syndrome is, is always, I'm very introverted and I, 100% you know doing things like this this is the reason why I don't do things like this every day because I build up and I, I like to pick you know what I want, want to do and, yeah that's really interesting Dan I want to I want to home in yeah. on that because <laughs> I don't I, I would I would call myself introvert extrovert type there's a 100% who I am in the everyday is very different than I might present on here or yeah. when when I go and do something with the run community or through my ambassadorship that's mm-hmm. sometimes I can feel like I'm outside my body looking at it. Um, yeah. But I want to home in on something you said there about two separate lives, the you and the, because yeah. my, my online account was anonymous at the beginning. I didn't oh. even have my face on it for over two years or whatever. When I was running, it was just, somebody oh. reminded me of it yesterday or two days ago. She said when I first followed her and was in touch and she's a local runner who's now a friend. She said, I wondered if you were some kind of weird guy because it was like just pictures of feet and maps and <laughs> That was to do with my job at the time, but also a safety. I still get that self-consciousness of, oh my goodness, somebody I actually know in real life has just followed my account. Do you do you find that? 100%. 100%. It's so weird, isn't it? Yeah, and I, I can never, I still don't get to grasp with it. Like, I, I, I still see it as like, you know, this is a different side of me. You know, I, I don't like to, yeah, I'm, I'm just very, I'm an extrovert, introverted extrovert. I yeah. hate, you know, I hate any sort of public speaking and, and, and sort of doing things like that. But at the same time, I get such a buzz from doing it. Like the fire has been ignited and I just feel like through everything, I'm, I'm just loving, you know, meeting people it's such an interesting paradox to hear somebody else trying to verbalize it because i do it (laughs) i do it in my head a lot where i think am i that person and i think i think i'm coming to the point of it probably is me and i am comfortable i just don't know if i'm willing to accept that within yourself or and you're i'm a very different person now than i would have been five years ago ten years ago and more confident than i probably think in those situations but there's always that self-doubt that element of who cares about what i'm saying to hear you wrestling with the same thing it's actually quite comforting for me as well but i suppose i would say the reverse to you as well you are that person you know whether you're there ready to accept that you are that person who is confident has a community and look how willingly and skillfully you tell your story online and that's bizarre that's that that is what you say now i find that bizarre as well because you know yourself you you've got your podcast you've got you know really good account I find it really intriguing because you know people are always putting things off in life because they're not ready for it or you know they're not 
but they're not able to do something. Now, who comes up with that? Because that is that is your own internal dialogue, isn't it? You know, if you want to do something, in my head, the first thing I think about is, oh my gosh, can I do that? Or, you know, yeah. what, what is going to be the end goal? Now, that is that is yourself, but on any journey, you know, that you have, you have to take that leap. You know, if you want to do something, you do it and just see what the outcome is. And then yeah. that's really interesting to see what you're what you're saying there because, you know, no one's ever going to be ready. And, and you're looking at me and thinking, well, he can't be like that. And I'm looking yeah. at you and thinking, well, he can't be like that. It, and I've actually, bizarre. so I, I've spent the last three hours before we speak today editing an episode that will go out, a couple before you, and it's Johnny Davis, who's TikTok, yeah. the biggest runner on TikTok, right? That's yeah. what he's branded as. And the guy has like a gazillion followers and things. And I've got a conversation with him that you'll have heard by the time this comes out where he speaks about his self-doubt. He organises an event and thinks nobody will turn up. And I'm thinking, you're off your head. You have got 65,000 followers on Instagram. You've got over 100,000 in TikTok. And you're sitting having the same self-doubt I'm having that, that I'm, now I'm speaking to you that you're having. And then I speak to my friends that they have about their content. There is something... It, it's a very natural thing. And I think it's a, it's a healthy thing to talk about that your head will tell you why you can't. You have to yeah. just do it anyway. Yeah. And that's yeah. Like, yeah. You, you do, you do, you have to do it because how much in life can you put off yeah. for, for thinking you can't do it or, you mm -hmm. know, for, for not being ready? There's no lens of preparation you can do for the unexpected or for no. things that will make you grow because at the end of the day they make you grow for a reason and yeah. good or bad you learn from everything and it's yeah and it's in those uncomfortable spaces that the growth comes the real yeah. growth comes because the other way to flip it and frame it and i've been thinking a lot about it lately is but where would i've been if i didn't do these things and i know what i've been i'd be doing a job i didn't want to do i would be running on my own mm -hmm. and getting limited enjoyment from it i would be would i stick with it would i be consistent mm -hmm. definitely not so if you flip it the other way, what you've done. So I hope that you can step outside yourself to see that as well, because it's a big thing that you take this step if you don't. You, I, I was so surprised to hear you say, no, this is not your natural skill set because I see what you produce online. That's bizarre because like, everybody sees that. Everybody just sees that little grid. And, you know, I, you know, I'm actively posting and I post quite a lot and I, you know, I'm, I'm on videos, I'm doing voiceovers and whatnot. But to me, you know, I, I love... The process behind that i love creating i'm a very creative person yeah. so i need an output for that you know back in school i'd be good at art rather than the you know the actual mathematics or english yeah. you know i i'm, I'm very creative so mm -hmm. having this output as well as you know marrying up with something that, that i love doing a hobby mm -hmm. that's why i do it and you know if, if 10 people watch something i, I wouldn't be bothered because at the end of the day I'm, I'm enjoying the process of making it yeah putting it out there it's, it's no longer yours so as soon as i press post it's not yours anymore yeah. but the process of making that i've enjoyed 14 views fourteen thousand views it's still the same thing to you yeah but there's also a safety net in that content because you can rehash edit until you're happy whereas yeah. this kind of thing does require a bigger degree of vulnerability because you have no idea mm. what i might ask you 100 percent, and it's very stripped back and you, you can't edit you can't cut well, I can, um, but that's only yeah, to make me sound yeah. better, Dan, not you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when did you start to become aware that there is an audience out there for what you're producing? It was through run-through. So I, I started doing, during the, the, the campaign, the 5K every day for a year, I was, I had a lot of you know, traction and things, but there the, were the people that were getting in, like, like speaking to me that I thought, 
you know you're an actual runner like you're you're an athlete or you're you run at this pace and like part of me I, I only ever thought of me running 36 minute 5ks because that's what I started off doing you know 36 40 minute 35 and it, it ended up sort of you know coming down a little bit but when people that were you know active runners in the community were taking interest I was thinking what's going on like and it, it just made me think you know it is a community for that reason you know other people take inspiration from different parts of things um there was run through um their you know the UK uh, biggest running events company in the UK yeah. they they got in touch quite early on in the 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 campaign and they was like look we're going to support you at that point I was like look this is this is crazy um so when running events started to sort of kick off again I was able to go to these events you know the sense of community around the, them events and I was meeting people through the you know through my account yeah I was like what's going on that 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 point I was like this is it you know I, I I'm making stuff that's not only you know benefiting myself but I'm, I'm able to actually speak with people and yeah. again like, you know how good it is going from you know you, you're in work and you're speaking about running and then you no one no one cares or you speak no. to your family and, and your house and they're like what <laughs> yeah, who cares yeah. when will you be back um but also there's people who are going to these things at that point be, not, not just that you happen to be meeting they are going to meet you because of the connection because of what you're doing for them how do you start getting your head around that when you start to realize there's actually people turning out here to meet me and to run with me it is humbling it's almost taking a, a step back isn't it again it's the it's the persona your instagram persona whereas when you're in person someone's coming up to you and you're like i, I you know i recognize you all can we go for a run and you know you you are breaking down that barrier a little bit what's the voice in your head telling you when when that's happening i I, i'm always self-doubting yeah but it is just weird like for somebody that that never used to run to be at a stage now where i'm i am active in a running community and i'm able to to if you know inspire one two you know ten people it is weird isn't it are you getting better at it are you getting better at it in your head i think so i think the thing is that I, i always worry about is I, I used to, in my first year, I, I never ran with anybody. People would ask me during COVID, you know, should we go for a run? And I'd say, you know, oh, I've got something on, you know, just make some wild excuses. COVID, COVID made it easy to just stay under <laughs> yeah, the header. Just avoid it. Um, and then when everything opened up a bit, I couldn't avoid it anymore. I always had that thing in my in my mind of, you know, they're going to run faster than me. I'm going to hold them back. Or what what do I talk about? You know, I don't know this person. Or I, am I... Yeah. You know, am I worthy of going for a run with this person? And it is that self-doubt that holds you back. But I think for every time I have done something that I've been uncomfortable with, again, what you said before, I, I felt better afterwards. Yeah. Um, and it's not natural. You know, it's, it doesn't feel natural to me. Everybody, again, it, they think that I am very extroverted. And I, I've had comments going, oh, my God, this guy, you know, he goes to events with cameras and he's, yeah. that is not me, you know, like, like I that that doesn't come natural to me. It's just built up over time. So it does. It has got easier. It has, I, I think. And through experience, the worst thing that ever happens on those occasions where you connect with people, even in the very worst case scenario, is never like a tenth of as bad as you imagine it could go. No. <laughs> like no. the the head is the devil in that 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 sense. And actually, usually it's beyond anything you could hope for positive. Um, but that's twice now in your answers to me that you have referenced runners by pace almost like you couldn't believe active runners would want to reach out yet at that point you're running 5k a day every day and you're not considering yourself an active runner 
because you're def- obviously defining it by comparison, by speed, by are you by that bit in your head yet? That's something we are huge advocates of on here of, you know, sort of all running is running. Pace is the least interesting thing about you. If it floats your boat like it does for me, crack on, but nobody else cares. No, I, I am 100% on that now. And, you know, that I run now, I run now more than ever with no speed in mind you know I'll, I'll be running now with you know i'll go for an hour run or i'll go for a 45 minute run or if i set myself a goal um of running a certain time and i do it brilliant but that is not about like i'm not about i'm never going to be an athlete i don't want to be an athlete i want to showcase you know the the opposite side of you know the, the everyday person side of, of, of running yeah. and and you know we we all have working lives we all do things in our spare time but it's filling that spare time with stuff that, that's meaningful and that, that you can grow. And that's what I'm an advocate of. You know, the speed isn't everything. Is it? Yeah. It's amazing to have that. It's a personal goal, but that it's personal for a reason. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's a good point. That's been a learning curve for me very probably recently as well. I've tried to change my approach to not, not what drives me because that's this exact same. I, I'm driven by times, but it's, it's a personal thing, but I've taken off, I've taken the times off my Insta profile, for example. You are defining, you were defining people by their pace as active runners, real athletes. It's a big barrier to to people enjoying running when they do that. Yeah, it is. And I remember not being able to wear like a, a, a long sleeve. Like I, I'd go out running in a jumper for the for the first couple of and I was scared to wear a t-shirt because I was bigger than I am now. And, and I had the, the, you know, I was in a bad place at that time. But I remember seeing runners going past my house and they'd be you know running along not a care in the world there was a moment where i was driving people running i was thinking i was thinking how fast are they go and i didn't know and i was just thinking like but that if that was me i'd be thinking oh my god everybody's gonna be looking at me thinking i'm so slow they don't nobody cares nobody cares no. how fast you're going like they're especially the, the guy going to work in the car <laughs> yeah. it's like oh my god can't believe he's so slow <laughs> yeah. it's like races you know it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how fast you're going like you're there and you're you're able to show up for one that is a massive thing you're there to to do something for yourself doesn't matter how fast you are and you know i am a runner like i'm not i'm, I'm maybe not sure. like a mo farrer or you know whoever but no but you know we'll come to that we will come to that um but, people people should check your insta out for that reference um yeah yeah no I, but you everybody's know. selfish in a race. Everybody only cares about their time. We are selfish yeah. about your time in a race does not matter to me unless you've achieved what you were looking to achieve and yeah. I can support you through it. Or, but I'm never going to go, oh my God, that was terrible from you today. Mm-hmm. Ever. For anybody. Mm-hmm. And most people wouldn't. Like anything, you, you always, it's your self-narrative in your head. It's, it's You're always painting a picture of the worst case scenario and, and you can become a very a prisoner to your own thoughts, really. And yeah. I'm an advocate of just getting out there and doing it, you know, just be at one with your own progress and be at one with your own journey yeah. because we're all different. We all have our own why and we all have our reasons to to do it. Yeah. These podcasts, for instance, you know, I always think, why do people want to want to listen to me talk? And I, I, you've just got to break it down. You know, the experiences that you've gone through, you know, make you who you are and that for somebody else is interesting. There are millions of people at home in their, in their home right now, in their head, feeling the way you have felt in the past. 
at a similar point of their journey or that will be able to see something of themselves in you. You might not, why do I want to speak? I don't speak to elite athletes every day. Other podcasts do that. I, I enjoy listening to them in their process to a point, but I can't see myself in that person. I, I can't listen to Mo Farah talking about his training and recognize anything of my own running in that story. No. I can recognize his achievement. I can recognize his resilience, his skill, his dedication, all of those things. But in no way are we participating in the same sport to the same level, the same degree. That's why people want to hear your story, because mm. I, I like to hear people where I think that's the way I think. I, yeah. I could be like that. You know, I was like that. And, and opportunities and the good things just don't come as readily when you don't feel like you deserve them. Mm. If you truly don't feel like you deserve them, it, it can be hard for those opportunities mm. to either manifest or for you to recognize them when they're there. Hmm. because you won't yeah. spot it as an opportunity at that time, you spot it as a potential threat. Can you tell me a wee bit about celebrating the wins here in terms of the charity and the fundraising? What's been the result of those efforts over your running journey? Most of all, you know, the, the charities that I were raising money for back back then, you know, it, I, I was always trying to put back into the community. So rather than tackling the big boys of, of charity, you know, I'd, I'd be going to the you know, the community initiatives and, and you know, putting money into that. So, you know, overall at the moment, we're looking at raise over about £7,000, you know, for charities now. Early on, you know, I, I, I was very adamant of being able to see where that money's going so that in the, in the uh, 5K every day yeah. for a year, you know, I raised five and a half at grand and I was able to see that money go to good use. You know, I was able to go to meet the charity directors and it'd be like, you know, hand over the check and they, they would tell me where that money's going. It's really, you know, I'm really passionate about giving back in any capacity. You know, if I can bring anything to the table, you know, if you've got a platform, use it to a good ability, you can use it wisely. You know, so far, you know, I, I've been able to reach out to charities and do things with charity initiatives that, that, that have been what I want to do. So at the moment, um, I'm raising for Action for ME. So it is a charity based in the UK. Uh, my partner had ME missed about a year out of school because of it. And they're the only UK charity that, that supports people with ME and the families. It is a cause that, that strikes with me, yeah. but it's also, you know, that they're actively seeking people to just help them, one pound, two pound, whatever, uh, just sharing that their story there's a link in dan's bio on insta if you want to support him on that and i'll link to that in the episode description as well if md has a Amazing. couple of quid to chuck in and we'll make our contribution you just spoke there about coming back from injury so tell me again just what happened for the injury what, how did that come about so again much like my every every everything i ever do um i signed up for an ultra marathon and i was thinking you know how hard could an ultra marathon be um so I signed up for Race of the Stones uh, in Wiltshire, in the middle of England. It's in the yeah. middle of the countryside. My, my friend um, did the second day. You know, it was splitting. Yeah. You could do it. She did the second day. It's, yeah, it, it was um, an experience to say the least. I, I signed up for the, the 100K over two days. It was an experience, you know. I, I, I try and think of what happened and all I can think about is just the, the, the pride and, and, you know, the support that was, that was on the route. But it was... 50k the first day i i got to 35k uh, and i started getting a niggle in my foot and i was thinking this what is this this feeling so i, I saw the medic and they they said to me you know looks like your laces are tied a bit too tight and in my head i was thinking yeah good because you know i can control that i'll just untighten them and that'll be fine that's, that's doable yeah so i i, I ignored the pain um, and i carried on 
Uh, I got to about 45k and I was in agony. I was in absolute agony. And I thought, oh, what have I done? I ended 50k, you know, day one and I saw a medic again. Um, and they said, you could have a potential stress fracture or it could be soft tissue damage. We don't know. And I said, can I run tomorrow? And it, it was like, um, well, we're not going to say no. And I was like, right, brilliant. Took some paracetamol. Uh, I rested and day two, I woke up. I had to put my trainer on again. At this point, my foot was ballooned and I don't know why I did it. Like looking back now, I'm thinking this is crazy, but I knew on day two, I, I had to, I wasn't able to run it. I had to walk. So I knew if I had to finish this, I had to walk. 50k and that's what I did you know I knew it was going to take a long time I knew that I was gonna it was gonna be hard it's gonna be harder than day one but I just wanted to finish I wanted to it was another opportunity to prove to myself you know what what I'm capable of Um, regrets do you have um, a few um I felt yeah I mean no no absolutely (laughs) Uh, no I, I don't regret it. Um, I, I probably would have. No, I'm not. I'm not even going to go there. I I, I, I can actually see the devil and the angel on each shoulder having a yeah, fight here. Yeah. I mean, I, what what it's cost you moving forward is obviously then time out, which is never 100%. a good thing. So I can see. Well, absolutely, you shouldn't. You shouldn't run through that second day with that injury. You shouldn't just yeah. being sensible. I can also absolutely understand why you did it anyway. You're not going to gain anything from that no. other than, you know, you're boosting your ego a little bit, thinking, oh, my yeah. God, I've done 100K. But, you know, looking back, I am happy that I've done that. And, you know, I've had to take a few weeks out now. Luckily, you know, I've had the go-ahead. Um, so I had, a, I had some like, so fluid what on my was, tendon. Is that what the injury was? Yeah, so, so I, I didn't weekend. break a bone, thankfully. Uh, I, but I've, I've been on crutches for the past four weeks and a boot. Um, so, yeah, you know, short-term loss. Crutches? Four weeks out, still can't bring himself to say he regrets it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No. That's the runner in you. <laughs> I, I wonder re- if anybody else can uh, oh, relate. <laughs> 100%. That's just a refusal to face up to reality. I mean, there will always be more 100k races. There will always be more events. But you're sure that has to live in your head. So you make the decisions that will work for you. That was recent. So I'm going to take you back. Two things I really want to touch on here is a couple of unbelievable opportunities that you've had from looking at your profile and then what's coming up. You have met and had a discussion about running with Sir Mo Farah and you have been mentored for the Great North Run, I believe, by one of our own in Scotland, Ailish McCogan. Yeah, that's right. That is right. Right. Talk me through. Is this all the same event? Can you talk me through how, why, where, when, what you got from it? Back in February, uh, the Great Run got in contact with me. Uh, they were celebrating the 20th year, the Great Manchester Run. Now, my first race that I spoke about, that was the Great Manchester Run back in 2017. Since then, you know, obviously I, I've, I've grown my, my running and everything. So, that, you know, they, they, got, they got in touch with me and it was like, look, we've got an opportunity. Um, we're looking for a couple of people to put a team together to be mentored by an athlete. And I was like wow i was like this is this is wild i was like yes i didn't even think that i was like yeah i'm in and it was like right we'll let you know the details a little bit further on so you know a week passed and, and we got an email through saying look it's been it's been announced no alish mccolgan will be uh, your mentor for the great manchester run you know you're going to get nutrition tips you're going to be able to meet her you're going to be in a one-to-one sort of basis and it was just it's just wild you know thinking back how how things have progressed it is just wild but 
you know, the opportunity came and I, I thought this is this is it. I'm just gonna throw myself in. So we You just can't say no, can no, you, to something like that. Hundred percent. And you know, that opportunity again, you know, I never wanted to be an athlete, but it's these conversations, you know, that similar to what me and you are having now, you know, we were able to chat and we were able to talk about normal things. You know, most of them mentoring sessions weren't about running. They were about like how how she feels and, and how how we can relate to that when we're on that start line or when we're going round, what do we think about? What music do you listen to? You know, and then it's it's having that human contact, you know, yeah. and that's how we can relate with them higher ups, really. They they're, they're in a different league, but having that opportunity was was insane and, and being able to sort of represent Manchester, you know, a place in my hometown, you know, it was it was un- unreal to be there and be there on that day. Ailish, you know, she you know, she's probably one of the best in the world, right? She is really, really big idol of mine and, and you know, somebody that I would look up to, but more so as a role model for girls in in the running community. And then, you know, she's an advocate of you know the, the grassroots sort of run running and yeah that I can relate to. So, you know, having conversations to her about where she wants to, you know, folk put all her efforts in the, over the next 10 years, that the biggest things were, you know, put, putting back into the community. What, what a cool experience to, oh, to, to just get the chance to chat running with somebody at that level and find any common ground must have yeah. been, that's uh, a, a complete one-off. And so how does the Mo Farah bit come into it? It was during the the same the same campaign. So we, we went to Manchester for the, the, the race day um, we were told that Mo Farah is going to be running his last race in Manchester, the Great Manchester Run. Um, so we turned up like on the on the Friday it was, um, and we we went to the the event, you know, the pre race event, and um, we all gathered together. And was like, look, we've got a special guest here today. I was like, oh gosh, who? <laughs> you know, are they going to pull out somebody from you know, like the Coronation Street or something? But uh, they were there, by the way. Uh, but. And Mo Farah comes up the lift and he, he's, he's, you know, he's getting interviewed and things. And then they were like, look, we're going to get you over to get a, a photograph and have a chat. And at that point, it's just, just wild. You know, I remember just thinking, what is going on? Like throughout the whole thing, like what is happening? Why am I here? Yeah. Again, he is such, we can't relate to the, the, you know, the athletic uh, side of things, but he turned around to me and, the, you know, speaking with him and he was like look I never ran because I wanted to be an athlete he was like I the first time I ran he put on a like a pair of air maxes and ran down the street and and, and that like it, it's just it's them things that you think that they're not too far removed from what we are you know the first steps in this sport are the same for everybody uncomfortable yeah. probably in the wrong footwear don't know what you're doing yeah and nowhere near as good at it as you will become genetics and training and all that stuff sits between <laughs> what you do and what he does but there, there he came out in the elevator looking for a photograph with you. So he must have heard <laughs> yeah. about you. Big, yeah. big fan of the blog, Dan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it may have been me uh, pushing for that one a little nah, bit. Nah, not, not by the time, by five years' time, you'll be telling that story and saying he came out, called me by my first name, <laughs> yeah. told me he's been a follower. <laughs> yeah. These opportunities, you know, I, I do just say yes to everything. That, that my, my girlfriend laughs at me. She's like, you just do everything. And I was like, yeah, because there was one point where I wouldn't do anything. And, and you know, yeah. these opportunities, there's no monetary value attached to it. It's because you're just loving doing that. I respect you for doing that and being open enough to say that because I turned down an opportunity the other day and the, the, it's passed, that point's passed now of, and I wish I hadn't. And I did it because I got in my own head about, oh my goodness, people are going to think I'm just saying yes to everything or I'm everywhere because the growth has been quite exponential quite quickly this mm-hmm. year. 
and I let my I've just let an opportunity pass that I should have said yes to that would have been a benefit to me. I would have been a benefit to them, and I let yeah. myself talk myself out of it. So I respect you for for doing that. If you can hang on to that, it's a positive mm-hmm. thing. The opportunities won't be there forever. No, and I, I no. understand that. You know, I, I am very much. I live right now. You know, I I've since started my running journey. I I've, I've moved, so I live in South Wales now rather than Manchester. Now the premise behind that is very selfish you know it is for selfish reasons again for my mental health for my love of the outdoors for everything other you know other than looking at myself and thinking you know what do I need in my life you know I know opportunities you know when they come I have pretty much now just been an advocate of if I in that moment it can either be a wrong decision or a right decision there's no there's no right or wrong right there you only know you won't know until you've done it yeah 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 yeah, absolutely um but just do it, you know, like if it aligns with you, you know, I, I will, I will do something if it aligns with what I believe in. Um, I won't be promoting products that I don't believe in. I won't be, you know, things that get sent or it's people that ask, oh, can I send you some uh, collagen? I'm like, well, no, because I'm vegan. You know, I'm vegan. Um, yeah. You know, like, I, yeah, I just I, it's like promoting a brand you would never no. ever wear like oh look at these running shoes and you think no. you would never run a mile in those shoes. 100%. Don't, like don't that. do it that's the, the change I've, I've sort of done you know like you've got to be transparent in, in social media because otherwise it will catch up with you and I, I yeah. believe now you know I, I won't say yes to products or things that I've not used previously and I won't say yes to opportunities that I won't really I, I don't want yeah. to do or no, align with but couldn't agree more and that's why I've always worn a Rolex going to drive that Ferrari so if they're listening um, no, <laughs> no. Couldn't, couldn't agree more if it doesn't align with who you are the values if you wouldn't use it you don't use it don't promote it it's as no. simple as that but if you do don't be shy about partnering exactly. with that organization because if yeah. you don't somebody else will you're coming through your injury you're back in your feet you're off the crutches mm-hmm. and now you're just easing yourself back in with and I list them the Oxford Half Marathon, the Great North Run, the London Marathon, and there was another one. There was four things, wasn't Grand there? Gran Canaria. Gran oh, Canaria Gran Canaria Marathon. Just a small matter of a, <laughs> a, an abroad marathon. Talk me through the thought process, because they're saying yes to everything, then there's insanity. Again, the Great North Run, I've, I've since you know been able to partner with, with them, so being able to have this opportunity to run the Great North has been on one of my bucket list races for, for a while now. So the opportunity did come where there was like, you know, do you want to come up and run and, you know, create a bit of content, post a bit of, you know, social media, but more so, you know, it's just the journey to that point. Yeah. So the Great North um, and then Oxford Half, I'm running again, a place where I've wanted to, to run for a while. I had all these events in place uh, before I wanted to raise money. So, yeah, but like the Great North Run, for instance, you know, if they're gonna if they're gonna give me a place, I was like, I want to give back. So, you know, Great North, Oxford Half, they they were sort of like press places. Like, opp- opportunity, yeah, yeah, opportunities um, that came your way through what yeah. you do. So I, I just wanted to use them to to be able to fundraise. You know, I I want to be able to give back to, to something through that opportunity yep. because otherwise I'm just turning up and you know just running and and not doing it for a reason now. I'm really conscious as well, like about fundraising through running because I'm thinking people people know that I run, so I'm, it's not it's not like they think I'm going to be pushing myself. So I'm always thinking, do I have to do more? Do I have yeah. to? Am I? I'm, I'm there right now, Dan, because yeah. I'm doing the London Marathon. I'm like people know I've done a marathon already. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to go my own way with that. Actually, 
as we speak right now to say share the bloody link do it just get it out there because nobody's under nobody's i i would say i know what i would say to you you know nobody's obliged to donate you're not forcing people to donate yeah i'm not telling myself the same story (laughs) and that's it like so yeah i've got i've got that one uh we went to london marathon this year my my girlfriend ran it uh, for action for me again um we signed up to um we went to the expo and we signed up to you know the, the, the competitions and stuff and like you know did on every qr code sign up to cape town sign up to blah 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 and we did uh we did gran canaria and a few months later we both got an email saying you you've won a, a place on the gran canaria marathon i was like we're going to gran canaria you're um, like oh shit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we, we're using that again you know we're using it for a nice getaway you know we're going away the week a couple of days before it the marathon and then we're staying a week after so we're having a little bit of a holiday out of it but my first overseas event um and again the marathon i'm pretty much after this injury starting f- like couch to 5k again so yeah. i will be pushing myself no you're not you think I, you I, are I, no you're no. not your base <laughs> your base will still be hanging about in there <laughs> yeah i hope so i it hope will. so yeah well but yeah so then i've got london marathon one of my dream races you know I, I used to watch it as a kid with my grandma and my mum. i remember watching everybody come together and there was a lovely video i saw on youtube that a few weeks ago it got shared by the london, london marathon and it was just a fella saying you know this is why it's the best in, in the world like because it it brings there's no other marathon in the world that has the community aspect of it and, and you know everybody's fundraising they're all doing it for their own reason and there's no there's no entry levels to going into the london marathon it's not like boston no. but you have to no, there's not crazy. there's not a, there's not an equivalent race no. in, to, in relation to just that ethos i think you're right even though yeah. there's more majors there's it stands alone it does stand alone i think it's the one everybody thinks stands alone yeah so that was when, when the opportunity came you know last when to fundraise for uh, action for me and get into the marathon i was like Look, I'm, I'm gonna do it I've, I've tried the ballot five years in a row nothing and if i got on i would have been fundraising for them anyway so i was yeah. like look i'm just gonna go direct through the charity um and they were very kind enough to to offer me a place so i, I yeah i i'm in for them, i'll be, them I'll be now. seeing you on the start line yeah man oh we'll have to meet uh, up we'll same, to meet exact up. same scenario as you through the ballot so many times and i've always shirked it raising the money just for the reasons we've spoken about and then eventually i'm like this is going to be the way i get to do this because yeah. the ballot's getting harder and every year statistically yeah. less likely every year good for ages still just a bit out of sight for london for me i would yeah. probably need to wait to hit the next age category and hope i've retained this pace yeah. um so this was the way to do it but i'm getting out my way i'm organizing events for the fundraising right now but i am nice. absolutely buzzing at the thought of getting down there and running that race, I must say. It is a bucket list, isn't it? Like yeah. it's one of them where you're just thinking, Wow, like I am I am next year I'm gonna be on that start. I'm line. gonna be there. I'm gonna be yeah. gonna cross that bridge and I'm gonna be oh, at, at mile twenty one and I'm gonna yeah. I'm 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 buzzing for it. We'll definitely need to meet up and see if we can yeah. either get the park run maybe in the Saturday or the shakeout oh, run man. and yeah, we'll, that'd be really good. We'll, we'll tie in and we'll organise. And I'll be down there the week before my sister lives down in Surrey, so I'll be nice. staying I'll be staying down there. Um, that's the Grand Canaria bit sounds amazing as well, except the marathon. That bit sounds like it's getting in the way of a of a right, right, right good holiday. What's the longer term plan for you? Um, before we head into sort of quick fire round, this this schedule that you have is going to take care of the next 
six months. Yeah. What do you want from all of this moving forward? Where would you like to be if we to speak next year? I want to, so I want, I want to push it a little bit more in terms of, you know, inspiring the younger generation. Um, I, I didn't do any sports as a child through the fact of, you know, I was a little bit bigger, um, but more so, you know, economic side of things, all these sports clubs and, and everything, it cost money and yeah. my, we just couldn't afford it. You know, my mum and dad couldn't afford to send me to all these yeah. clubs and become as athletic as I, I could have been. I'm going into um, colleges where I live at the moment and I, I'm going in and there's a thing what I'm doing, it's called like why we move. So it's, it's, it's introducing this term, you know, movement rather yeah. than sport. Movement removes any stigma of yeah. pace or competitive or reasons you can't. Movement is getting your bum out the door and yeah. doing something. Yeah, it is. And, and so, yeah, I, I, I really want to just be able to use the platform that I have to sort of do that a little bit more and, and have opportunities where I can speak openly about my experience of getting into sport, but also how I felt when I wasn't doing anything. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing where your where your journey goes. It's been a pleasure to hear about your journey and, and the whys and probably a good lesson again to me not to judge before you speak because I thought I would have I thought this would be different. I thought I would be getting somebody uber confident because you see you only see what the face of Instagram showed you. So it's really nice to dig down into that and get that connection between and you think like I think we're all we all have those multifaceted sides so thank you so much dan for the time that you've given up i know people will respond to this and react to it and get a lot from it no it's been an absolute pleasure you know and I, if anyone can take anything from it is just see beneath just see beneath somebody's surface you know we've all got our reasons to do something um just focus on yourself and and you know anything is possible um just yeah write your own narrative and, and the rest will follow so yeah it's been an absolute pleasure thank you so much ryan oh well you're, you're not off the hook yet you need to do my oh. quick fire questions <laughs> first so d- I was, if, I you, dipping out. <laughs> if you were ready to dip out there i would be phoning you back <laughs> south wales is not far enough to escape the quick fire <laughs> questions so you've heard the, you've heard a couple of the shows so quick fire questions are off the top of your head not too much talking into them don't need big reasons behind them just give me them as as they come and then we'll get your playlist track on your marks get set go favorite running shoe of all time the adidas adios pro threes i love them because they're sleek i'm not going to go into too much info but they're, they're lovely i just got a pair favorite training route along the coastal path in uh, swansea bay proudest running moment crossing the finish line of my first marathon at manchester marathon Favourite podcast, running or non-running? I like off-menu podcasts with James A. Caster. Worst race or running experience? I think I might know what's coming here. I had to, uh, it's, it's a grim one. Oh my gosh. I had to uh, go off into a bush on a, on a, a training run once because I needed to do, uh, yeah. do something. So yeah, that, was, that, was, that wasn't very nice. But R- Write a passage. Anybody that's, <laughs> running, anybody that's running enough distance for enough time can sympathise. <laughs> it's a badge of honour. Go, go to pre-long run meal. What are you feeling with before um, a big race or a big distance? Porridge with blueberries, a little bit of like a little bit of sugar, brown sugar on the top. Yeah. If you could run alongside yourself as a beginner runner, what advice would you give yourself? Go, just keep going. You look fine. Don't judge yourself and don't don't be too hard on yourself. Just keep going. Love that. Absolutely love that. You look fine. 
so many posts are about people how they perceive how they look that's a that's a brilliant one one inspirational insta profile you never skip by i love stephen bartlett you know i i just i love diary of a ceo and i, I yeah he's come from a, a similar background i can relate to him even though he is far removed yeah I'll link, I'll link to his profile because he badly needs the followers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Run with or without music? Used to be with. with. I, I never ran without. Now I never run with. Favourite park run? I only did my first one about four months ago. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, so Swansea Bay. Um, I saw the picture of that one, actually. Yeah. On, I, I thought you were a park run gore because I saw that picture. No, it's amazing. I, I had the best time. I didn't realise it was a race. I, I, I thought. Of... Well, don't don't ever say that next to the race director. No. It's a run, not a race. <laughs> yeah. it, sorry, run director, not race director. There's me doing it as well. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. It's not a race. Apparently. Oh well. Yeah, Until you I, see the guys battering sixteen minutes and fifteen front, minutes. Yeah. Well, uh, I went in with. I was jogging, and then someone's bit like. I'm being pulled. I'm like, oh, yeah. Geez, better crack on then. I <laughs> know uh, it's 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 your it's your own run. That one, it's whatever you want it to be. I often use it as a speed session. Sometimes yeah. I'll jog it, just depends. But usually I get caught up in the the not a race race. Yeah. Finish this sentence for me. I press play and run because because it makes me feel alive. It just makes yeah, it makes me feel alive and it makes me feel me. I like it. Everybody reaches for something really profound there and thinks, oh, what am I going to say? <laughs> I know. Don't worry, I'll, I'll chop the silence and it'll sound like that just came oh, right off the you, top of your you. head. <laughs> Final order of business, Dan. We have a press play and run playlist on Spotify and each week our guest adds uh, the running track of choice that would rarely slip out of their gym running rotation. So what's it going to be? I, I'm going to go with supersonic by oasis um it's one of my all-time favorites and every time it comes on yeah i just i just put a little bit more effort in can't really we can't get a mank on here and not end up with <laughs> a bit of oasis on there you're probably lending credibility to a playlist that badly needs it i was gonna say um come on eileen because i remember i remember running to come on eileen um it, during the 5k every day thing and, and it's one of them songs where it's like it's so cheesy it's good um, Dan, see if you would have said that I honestly <laughs> might have kiboshed this playlist I might have just deleted it off Spotify <laughs> Johnny Davis picked SOS by ABBA and I no. honestly I almost fell off my chair I can't take any more cheese we, we need credibility so we're sticking with your first answer it's um, a banger though isn't it oh well it's a, it's, it's, oh, well, according to Johnny it is I'm not sure I'm not sure I'd be running to it I'm not sure it's that level of a banger um, but well final, final thing Dan just again Thank you so much. Your time, your time is precious. Everybody's time is precious, but I really appreciate it. I've loved the chance to connect with you. I look forward to staying in touch and hopefully we get that running together at some point. Of course, man. No, it's been an absolute pleasure and thank you so much. Um, hopefully see you soon. Top man. Thanks a million. Thank you to you, the listeners, for joining us for another episode of the Press Play and Run podcast. You can really help to support the podcast by subscribing or following on your podcast platform of choice and by leaving a review. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Press Play and Run podcast and to add the Press Play and Run playlist on Spotify. We'll be back every two weeks with new episodes and please be sure to keep an eye on our Instagram page to find out which guests will be joining us. Until then, keep getting the trainers on. Press play and run.